Recently, someone in my life came into my DMs, and they came in hot. Upon reading the messages, yes, there were multiple, I was heartbroken, afraid, and angry, but mostly incredibly sad and immediately questioning and second-guessing myself. The words were hostile and belligerent. In the moment, the most I could think of to say was no. No, I will not engage. No, I will not allow you to berate and belittle me. I stepped away. After crying, venting to, and conferring with trusted friends and family, I returned to the words, to the messages, and responded in my journal to let myself pour out, to wash and heal those wounds. These are those words. The message began as follows. Is there any chance that you're so mad that you yourself have become a racist? We're already off to a rocky start. I think that what you mean is anti-white. And no, I'm not anti-white. Seems you need to update your understanding of the word racist. I get it. You're mad. Rightfully so. But you're painting with a very wide brush. Assuming this means I have the right to be mad, but not at you, because not all white people, right? I wanted to join your club until you specifically said you don't want white people to join. Your hatred is glaring. You wanted to join the book club, I proposed. Let's assume that's true. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I did not say no white people. I said I didn't want to be the only person of color in a book club ever again. I said depending on who responds to it, it may not happen. I have a majority white friends and a majority white followers. I safely assumed I would get majority white people responding to that call for starting a book club. Not sure what glare was irritating your eyes, but it's not my hatred. I can tell you that much. What I don't get is your devotion to a church that has a long history of racism. I just can't reconcile your anger while supporting a blatant history of the very thing you are so outspoken about. Help me understand. First of all, I'm aware that you're observing me primarily via the internet, but try harder because I literally have a podcast dedicated to this issue. It's not something I'm looking past or ignoring. Second, reconciling the dissonance between my passion for racial and social justice and the church I belong to is not your job. And frankly, it's none of your business. If there were trust in our relationship... This could have been something I was willing to share with you, but there isn't, so I won't. And I feel that you asking 
especially in this way, is incredibly inappropriate. I don't owe you my emotional work. I don't expect a response. Why would you have a conversation with a white devil? Bro, this is baiting at its finest. My first and only response in the conversation was, clearly, you have no idea what I'm about. And honestly, with this belligerent response, I'm not interested in a conversation with you. Where did you think this was going to go with an approach like that? They replied, whatever. I'm tired of pretending. Tired of pretending what exactly? Pretending there are no issues between us? Pretending you, quote, love me? Cool. You can quit pretending because you're definitely not doing me any favors. Grow up. Not all white people are your enemy. Wait, is this you being an ally? I tried to open an honest conversation. You responded with hate. Typical. A few things. A, if you think that a great and successful way to start an open and honest conversation is to hurl personal attacks and accusations, I doubt you've ever had a successful open and honest conversation in your life. B, I responded with hate? How? I didn't bend to your will? C, that's typical of me? Really? How would you know? You don't know enough about me to say anything is typical of me. Please explain how I was belligerent. Punctuated with a period, by the way. So not actually a question at all, but don't worry, I've got an answer for you anyway. Number one. Claiming that I'm so mad that now I'm the racist, which is a whole other conversation. Two, claiming that my hatred is glaring. Three, attacking my belief system. Four, telling me I wouldn't respond to a white devil. Straight up putting words in my mouth, bro. I called you out. Mm, Aside from... Saying being angry makes me a racist, you haven't called me on anything. And since you're clearly heated, and by that logic, you're also a racist, I'm going to assume that's not what you're saying. You replied with hostility. Nah, I just respected my boundaries. Also, I'm the hostile one in this conversation. Lol. You are a huge part of the problem. Am I? Which, quote, problem is that? You are a lemming. Jump off and hate. You're so good at that. First of all, lemmings don't actually jump off cliffs in mindless mass suicide like has been previously and erroneously portrayed. Your metaphor is meaningless. Second, I'll say again, you don't know me or what I'm good at. Are you afraid of being challenged? No. Actually, on a regular basis, I invite people I trust to challenge me, my thoughts, and actions. It would seem that you take issue with having your reality challenged, though. You're huddled in Utah. You have no clue what a multicultural community looks like. Okay, mm, yes and no, sure. Utah is pretty white. Not arguing that. 
but I'm literally a person of color from another cultural background. Do you know what that's like? How many Muslims, Jews, Black people do you actually know? Very few, I'm guessing. Answering your own question, kudos. A, I haven't tried to hide the fact that I have a majority of white friends. See, podcast episode number one. B, I don't need to enumerate for you my friends and acquaintances of other colors, cultures, and belief systems for any reason, especially not to justify myself. I don't use people that way. I don't treat them like inanimate objects to be counted and inventoried. Don't lecture me on race. I live it every day. Whew. Okay. Two things. I'm lecturing you on race? I haven't ever pointedly or specifically told you anything about race. If you felt attacked by anything I post, that's your business, not mine. You live race every day? How? White people are the least racialized group in existence. Are you implying that through your observation of other races that it's happening to you? Hmm. I'm done for the night. I love you. You love me? You clearly have a very skewed idea of what it is to love someone. So no thank you, not interested. Oh, but they weren't done. My landlord is Chinese. I play with his children. You want a cookie? I love their family. If you love their family like you love me, I'll pray they never make you uncomfortable in any way lest they have your acrimony sprayed upon them. I don't boil people down to the color of their skin. They're all just my friends. Mmm, colorblindness. I don't either. My nervousness around white people these days comes not from their skin tone, but from the systems in our society backed by our government that encourage, feed, support, and perpetuate the exact behavior you're exhibiting. White fragility. White rage. My boss is Russian. My coworkers are black, Jamaican, Chinese, Indian, Native American, Indonesian, Muslim, Mexican, Ukrainian, and white. They are my friends, and I understand and accept all they've gone through. Their stories inspire me. Most of them came to the U.S. speaking no English. You have diversity in your workspace. Congrats. Those people are in your physical vicinity. You do not understand their struggles. Their struggle is not past tense. The systems in our country and society refuse to let those struggles be past tense. You might comprehend the concept of the struggle, the concept of their pain, but you do not understand it. And you accept their struggle? They don't need your permission. Their stories inspire you. To do what? Clearly not to examine your own privilege and bias. They are three-dimensional people. They are not your inspiration porn. And then I blocked this person because clearly they couldn't cut themselves off. Interactions like these are exactly the reason why I started this podcast. 
I don't owe anyone my emotional trauma, my emotional labor. Here I have conversations with those who, in one sense or another, understand where I've been and can relate. There's a trust there. And for that reason, I hope white people are listening. These may be conversations you might not hear otherwise. Because like me, many Black and Indigenous and people of color are hesitant or rightfully unwilling to share the emotional trauma, the labor, the burden, because they don't know if they can trust you to shoulder it with them. It's not about you. It's about self-preservation. And clearly the majority is not working to preserve us. So we have to. It's one of the burdens we bear. So do me a favor and don't make it harder on us. Don't be like this person. Don't be offended about what makes you uncomfortable. Turn it inward. Look at yourself. Stop and take a beat. Try to understand why it is you're feeling the things you're feeling and how you can change that. Love you. Bye.